Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. Thanks for joining in to the Customer Connections. This is where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. I am Jerry Campbell, Director of Customer Workflows, and I'll have Hannah Stoddard joining me later. But today, we have Arnold Yoon and AJ Segal joining us. Arnold is a Director of Design Programs, and AJ is a Senior Staff Product Designer. Hey, guys, how are you doing today? Doing really good. Thanks for having us. No, it's Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Thank you. Of course, of course. So before we start off here, uh, Arnold, AJ, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you, your ServiceNow experience. I joined ServiceNow about five years ago and spent most of my time in a design operations sort of capacity and joined up with AJ uh, late last year to, to start this team. Really excited about design and making sure that our customers and users really get the most out of their ServiceNow solutions and implementations. I'm almost a veteran here at ServiceNow. At this point, I think I'm coming up on seven years next month. I spent the first six and a half years in the workflow design studio, which is an innovation studio in our pre-sales organization, working directly with customers on some really unique innovations and digital transformation of the ServiceNow platform. And uh, I've been with Arnold since uh, the beginning of the year, and we're on this really exciting adventure we're going to tell you about today. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, before we really dive into this, I got some rules of engagement for you guys. Uh, we have Hannah. Like I said, Hannah will be joining us. She is our summer intern, but she is on the show, and she's going to be tracking any kind of jargon, acronyms, because we're good at service now for speaking with a lot of acronyms. But here on the Customer Connection, we like to keep it plain and simple and focused so our customers don't have to fight through that jargon language. So are you guys good with that? Good call. We definitely do too much of that. <laughs> awesome. So let's start off with some icebreaker questions here for both of you guys. What is your biggest virtual pet peeve? The person that leaves their mic on as they're like going outside and hanging out in nature or talking to their spouse and too far away to hit the mute button. Those are, that drives me crazy because especially when I'm not the host, I can't do anything about it. Uh, I really can't stand that scenario. That's a really good one. In terms of me, I don't think it's necessarily a person-based thing, but it's one of those things where we haven't quite figured out the beauty of how to mute and unmute and get a system down for like when people join calls, kind of related, I guess. Um, it feels like our technology should be better than that. You know, we use things like AI and machine learning for, for all kinds of stuff, but like that seems so manual and antiquated. Yeah, definitely. So let's go this one. We're going to go to you first, Arnold, on this. What's your favorite part about your home office space? I think it's the time that I took to set up my office. It's nothing special, but at the start of COVID, 
I bought a new desk that was at the right height and it made all of the difference. Um, I was having all this sort of neck and shoulder pain and I realized that I was being dumb and was just not doing the ergonomics correct. So it's made a world of difference and it's a really comfortable place to work now. Awesome. AJ, what about for yourself, sir? The multi-purpose nature I've created out of this room for those that could see this, I have my bike in here, I have my beer fridge in here. Uh, this room is a little bit of everything, but it still feels somewhat organized. Uh, but that's been quite a journey to get that all sorted out, getting the bikes up on the wall and out of the way. But I feel like it's in a good spot now, working with minimal space. Yeah, that's so awesome. So here's another good one for you guys. Since we are working from home and AJ, you got created that lovely space of yours. Have you ever worked from your bed? I got a funny story about this one, Arnold. I, uh, when I first started at ServiceNow, I was visiting my family back in Connecticut. And I got a call from my boss and some whatever communication tool we were using at the time. And apparently it turned video on automatically. And it was, you know, it was early in the morning. I was being lazy on vacation. And oh, there I am on video with my boss, like in my pajamas. And ever since then, I've not taken calls from bed because I learned my lesson. That is a good one. Yeah, that auto video on is kind of dangerous at times, right? I don't think I've ever taken one from my bed, but I've definitely done it from a bed. I think the usual time is when I'm in a hotel or something like that, and everywhere in the room is super dark. So there's definitely been a couple of times where I'm sitting there and you can see the headboard in the background. And the first thing people say is, are you in bed? But, you know, you got to be honest and come clean with that. Like, yeah, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see me. Yeah, yeah there you go. You always got to get that desk light lamp, right? To get the right lighting <laughs> so they can see you. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, let's jump into this thing now. I want you, Arnold, first of all, we'll start off with you. Tell us a about your team and what value you bring to our customers and our partners. We're a small team, small but mighty, and we're fairly new. We've only been at this about half a year, but we're focused on helping our customers and partners deliver great experiences with the ServiceNow platform. You know, our focus is it's to blend the technical enablements delivery teams need to build on our platform with the human-centered design techniques to make their solutions delightful and efficient and really great to use. And then AJ, why is it just so important for the user experience to be considered for our ServiceNow customers? Yeah, so I think there are two pieces to this. The first part is, in general, user experience is key to our customers getting value out of their investment. The employees or their customers that are using solutions on ServiceNow need to be able to get their work done efficiently and effectively. Oftentimes, ServiceNow is there when something goes wrong. I'm trying to get some work done and something's not working. I'm trying to use something I'm buying from you and it's not working. So I'm going to get in and out quickly and get my problem resolved. So in general, user experience is critical to people being satisfied with the things they're trying to use. Specifically, what we're focused on is there's a level of user experience that ServiceNow as a company delivers out of the box when you invest in our products and platforms. But then there's responsibility of the customer to make decisions about how they organize or set up the experience that they're presenting. And we're not giving you the, the tools and techniques to deliver that great experience on that side of the process. And so that's what Arnold and I are really trying to solve for is say, yeah, 
the UX of the, the San Diego release is great, and we have this great new experience, the next experience. But when you start deciding on how to organize catalog items or write a knowledge article or set up a form, there's some decisions that you make that are going to affect the ability for your users to get work done. And that's really what we're focused on, is teaching you how to do that well. Yeah, that's amazing, right? And how do you go about, I know you guys said you're a new team, but how do you go about introducing that user-centered design into service now for our customers? That is a great question, right? We're trying to increase our reach through conversations like these. And they're also, they're also customers and partners that really do have a focus on UX. Either sometimes the UX is front and center, sometimes UX is a part of some other area in their business, but not necessarily as deeply integrated in the service now. And we're working with teams that also work on other enablement work streams within ServiceNow to get the word out. I think one of the easiest things a customer can do is watch two or three of their users interact with something that they built. Watch somebody go try and solve a problem on your portal. Watch one of your call center agents try and manage a ticket and get it to close. Uh, watch somebody try to administer uh, the, the instance or look at a dashboard and see how effective they are getting their work done and listen, listen where they're getting frustrated, listen where they're getting stuck. It's a really great way to start to say, okay, there's some things I can improve here. And then dive into some of the content that we're working on that gives you best practices on how to fix some of those things you're observing. Yeah, that's that's great right there, AJ. I think uh, what I'm hearing from that is you need to get your users involved in the implementation process when you're setting this thing up. Is that correct? Exactly, right? At the end of the day, software is used by someone that's not you. And if you don't have the perspective of those people, you're going to miss the mark. So any opportunity you have to listen and learn from them is super critical. ServiceNow is awesome at delivering value. It's awesome at solving workflow challenges and things of that sort. But ultimately, there's always a person there. Yeah, we always got to get to that, you know, as people process and then technology. So. That's where it, the rubber meets the road. So I think you guys kind of alluded to this is when do you really get those users involved in that kind of journey, user-centered design? When we're going out and we're implementing this, when do you engage those people to think about the user experience? The easy way, the, the lazy answer is as early as possible. When you start a new project, if you're a brand new ServiceNow customer, Talk to your users and start that adventure. Understand their experience with other solutions that you might already have. But we recognize that's not already always the reality. You already may have a pretty significant footprint of service now in your organization. So pick a critical application that's already out there and live that maybe you're looking at doing a refresh on or getting ready for your next upgrade. And that and go watch users interact with it. It's, it's been established. Maybe it's been around for a while. That's okay. It's still something that can start having immediate impact on your user's efficiency and effectiveness. So anytime, there's really no right time. The only wrong time is not at all. That's so true. I do have another question for you guys. Here is a really good, deep question. And you talk about user experience and some organizations, they don't really have a focus on user experience. So if a customer doesn't have that UX user experience person on their uh, service non-delivery team, what should they do? Well, the good thing is there's a couple of options. To start out, 
you can come talk to us. We're happy to provide some advisory services, help them understand the landscape and give them some pointers or ideas, point them to some resources and other service providers and partners perhaps that can help. The second thing is along the point of that, there are some ServiceNow delivery partners that really do focus on a hardcore user experience. Yeah, I think the true thing here, Gary, is you don't have to have UX in your job title to care about users. I think the more our architects, developers, admins, and platform owners care, the better their users are going to be. So sitting and using your eyes to watch how somebody interacts with your software doesn't require a degree. It requires patience. And so if you have patience, that's a qualification I think you need to have. And just start watching. Sure. When it gets to doing design work, it helps have a background in design principles and color theory and typography. I get it. But you can still learn a lot just from watching and then working with your team to figure out how can you address those issues you observe. Well, that's awesome, man. That's some great advice. I really appreciate you guys giving us some advice around user experience. I think our listeners will really gravitate towards that, just getting their users to look and get them involved in the whole process. But like I said at the beginning of the show, Hannah's been listening in to us, trying to take down some acronyms that you got to probably spit out a couple, but we'll see what she has for us, Hannah. We both did really well. The only acronym that I did catch was UX, and I think that was clarified at the beginning. I think as you dive into this and consume our content or other content, you might see things like user experience, UX, UI, which is user interface, HCD, human-centered design. They're all kind of fit in that same world of building empathy and understanding with your user. So that's really the space we're talking about here. And that's so good. It's clear that you guys are very passionate about what you do. And it's really great to see that you're really around the user, right? The the design around the user and the passion that you guys bring. So before we get out of here, I want to know, what's the biggest takeaway you hope our listeners learn from this podcast on UX? Solving problems at enterprise scale or, you know, like at the smallest one-by-one technology scale is not only about features and functionality and performance, like at the end, there is a person there. And that person has a reference standard these days of an Android device or an iPhone or a PlayStation or something that's really, really awesome and delightful to use. We have to step up to that. All of us do. And enterprise software is one of those places where, frankly, we haven't made that a priority, but we need to. That's good. And AJ, for you? Yeah, I think Arnold said it really well, and I'll sum it up this way. The expectations for technology are no longer set by the workplace. They're set by the devices we keep in our pockets. And so it's important to consider when you're designing software for your employees and your customers. That's great. So I know you guys said some things, but I'm going to go back to this one. Um, Where, who? But how do they, our listeners get a hold of you? So I'll just say a couple of things. So we are happy to help with uh, your journey to bring UX into your ServiceNow team. So Arnold, I think you have some contact information you can share, but I just wanted to say, you know, we're happy to chat with you. We also have some resources. If you're trying, you have UX professionals that are designing for ServiceNow. We have some design templates and libraries for them. 
So those are a great thing to use to speed up your design process. So happy to help. And Arnold, if you want to tell the team how they can reach out to us, that'd be great. You can email us experiencehub, H-U-B, all in one word, at servicenow.com. And we will get back in touch with you. We're easy to approach, friendly, and don't bite. It's been a real pleasure. Enjoy talking to you guys. Clearly, you're very excited about what you're doing and the focus and the call to action that your team is, is doing. It, it's great to hear how we're really here at ServiceNow focusing on that individual user. And for our guests and our listeners, if you have any comments or questions for us or our guests, you can email us at customerconnection at servicenow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.